Boom, there it is, ladies and gentlemen. You know, with the holidays here, if you're in business selling retail, every time somebody swipes, it hurts, doesn't it? Because you got to give up a little piece. So if you're interested in trying to save some of that money, especially as we enter into 2023, then this episode's for you. Let's get this one on the road. Here we go. Shut up and sit down. Look, a business can give you everything you want in life. Prestige, wealth, freedom. It can also take everything away from you. This show is for those who are willing to take that risk. These are the real life stories of entrepreneurs. But before we start, I have one small favor to ask. Please leave a comment. It can be advice, critiques, tips, feedback, or share this with someone because your engagement is the most valuable and most powerful form of social currency. So thank you and welcome to another episode of Business Plus. All right, ladies and gents, look, in business, we only get paid when we make a sale, but we aren't the only ones getting paid there. When we pay using a credit card or a debit card, there are processing fees that most merchants, aka business owners, have to pay in order to receive the money the customer paid from those cards. And those fees can be very expensive. And they can happen, uh, and, and they happen each and every time your customer swipes their card info, cutting those, cutting into those profit margins. But what if we could eliminate those fees once and for all? Today's guest is here to share with us how he's helping his clients eliminate those processing fees and increase their bottom line. So let's welcome to the show, Mr. Shaheen Maslu. <laughs> Yo, my brother, welcome to the show, man. Let's do this thing. Hey, what's going on, man? Thanks for having me. Oh, man, it's always a good time when we get to talk business, especially when we start talking about credit cards, man. I have this theory, this whole uh, recession coming up, people hurting. I don't think a lot of people right now are quite feeling it, but I feel like part of the problem here is going to be some of these enormous fees that we're going to be seeing with some of these credit card processing, credit cards in general. Tell me a little bit about your background, man. How did you get into this space and why why credit cards? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, to be honest, it happened completely by accident. Uh, so I started a business. I was in the cell phone industry for uh, for quite a few years during college. And uh, I decided to open an AT&T store. A guy comes in to sell me credit card processing and the rest is history. So uh, at the time, I had the store running pretty well. And uh, I was going business to business, switching over corporate accounts from Verizon to AT&T, because at that time, AT&T was the only one with the iPhone. Mm -hmm. uh, so I would go to businesses and then this guy comes to sell me credit card processing. I get talking to him about, um, you know, how the sale works, the commissions. And um, and so I decided to add that into what I was selling when I was going out to businesses. And it got to a point where I was making so much more money on the credit card processing and we were able to help people out so much more uh, that I just started selling credit card processing full time. This is probably about 10 years ago. Um, so I started traveling the country, going from business to business. And then uh, about five years ago, I decided to go into business for myself. Let's talk about the entrepreneur journey here, because at some point, you as an entrepreneur are going to have to take a payment. 
right? And so when you take that payment, you can take cash, you can do the whole Venmo thing, but at some point somebody's gonna pull out their credit card and be like, can I pay you with this? How do you get that done? Explain to the, the listeners out there, because a lot of them are, are just getting started in business. They wanna accept credit cards and they hear about things like their Square, there's uh, their Stripe, there's you know these different places. What is, what is credit card processing? Like when does this even come into effect in my life? Absolutely. So, I mean, credit card processing, you've got your major credit card companies, right? Visa, MasterCard, Discover, American Express. So not only are they making money from the consumer by charging fees, but they're also giving these cash rewards and air miles and things like that. How are they able to do that? It's not out of the goodness of their heart. It's because they're making enough money to be able to do that. How are they making that money? By charging the business a ton of fees to process those credit cards, right? So you have the credit card processing company, which has to pay out Visa, MasterCard, Discover, Amex. And then you have a merchant service provider like Square, Toast, Versa Business Systems, uh, and so on, that also take a piece for processing those payments, putting the money into your account, uh, and then putting the rest to the processor and from there, the uh, credit card companies. So everybody to take their piece right all right so so everybody's grabbing a piece how does that affect the merchant if i'm the guy who's gonna go sell stuff right and i'm processing my credit card payment walk me through customer comes in they swipe their card what happens yeah so uh most credit card processing companies they're charging a transaction fee so you're paying maybe anywhere from five to ten cents per swipe and then on top of that you're paying a percentage depending on the type of card that the customer is using, right? So a high tier reward card is gonna have a higher interchange rate than a standard debit card, right? So the interchange rate is the rate that the card companies charge, Visa, MasterCard, Discover, Amex. And then on top of that, there's also a percentage that the merchant service provider charges, that's their profit, right? Um, so, you know, it, it's, you're gonna have other fees like, uh, statement fees and batch fees. And, you know, a lot of companies throw in all these other miscellaneous fees. So at the end of the day, even though the interchange fee for that card might only be one and a half percent, you end up paying three to 4% overall with most companies. You know, if you process a hundred thousand dollars in cards, you're paying anywhere from 2,500 to 3,500 bucks on average. That sucks, man. Then that's eating into your bottom line. That's not that's that's off the top before you as the business owner get to spend any of that money before Uncle Sam gets his piece before you pay your payroll before any of that stuff. Right. MasterCard Visa American Express is covered. Those guys are cutting out their piece right off the top. How do we save from that man? Protect yeah. me. How do I fix that? Absolutely. So, I mean, there's obviously no way to get rid of the interchange rates, right? They've got to be paid by somebody somehow. So what we do and what we specialize in is a what's called a cash discount program. So essentially what that does, we set the equipment up to charge the fees to the customer rather than the business owner, right? So mm. me and you as a consumer, when we go into a, a, a bar, and we buy a $10 drink, we don't mind paying a few cents to be able to use the card. But that business owner that's taking thousands of transactions every week, that adds up to a lot of money for that business owner. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm sure 
guys who've seen it in gas stations for years, gas stations have been able to charge the fees to the customer, right? They have a cash price and a credit price. The credit price is higher because they're charging the fees to the customer, right? It's very similar to that. About four, three or four years ago, they changed legislation. Now any business can charge the fees to the customer through an approved company, right? You can't just start adding the fees yourself. Visa, MasterCard, Discover finds out they'll cut you off from being able to take credit cards. But there's approved companies like us that can set the equipment up to charge those fees to the customer. So the business is only paying 30, 40 bucks a month instead of thousands of dollars uh, in fees. Dude, that makes a big difference for, for especially when, when you're a startup and you're trying to bootstrap everything. That's a huge difference. Okay, let me ask you a question. I, I, uh, I, I run bookkeeping for an insurance agency that we own here in San Diego. Uh, and a lot of the processing fees come through trust transactions. Does it matter whether it's a trust account or a specific merchant account for uh, like for processing these types of fees? Uh, so are you, are you talking about the cards or the merchant accounts themselves? The, mer the merchant account itself. So, so as an insurance agency, we're not collecting money for profit necessarily. We're collecting it as an intermediary between the insurance carrier and the client. Right, exactly. So, um, no, it doesn't make a difference. Like, like certain merchant companies cannot do this type of program, right? They're not approved. Um, so it would have to be through an approved provider like us. Uh, there's a few other companies out there that do it. Um, but what makes us different is, is the service that you get behind it, right? So, for example, there's companies that take three to five days for you to get your money. Right. With us, you get it the very next next morning. Whatever you process today is in your account in the morning, which is super important. That's for huge. Any startup, especially you need that money right away. Right. Um, on top of that, we actually have a customer service department that picks up the phone within three rings here in the U.S. Right. Uh, companies like Square. If you've got a problem with your swiper or your app or whatever you're using, it could be days before you get a response back via email. And by then, how much how much business have you lost if your equipment's not working? Mm. You know, what I mean? little things like that that really make us stand out in the industry. Uh, besides just being able to save people money. You know, saving money is great, but you got to have peace of mind that you're going to be able to take a transaction every day, no matter what. <laughs> you know, if things come up, the employee breaks the equipment, you're going to have a new piece of equipment the very next morning. And you'll be able to process cards with say a virtual terminal in the meantime, right? There are certain companies that are just not set up that way. Like Square, for example, is a high risk processor. They have very low, um, uh, what's it called? Uh, customer Client. service. They've got, like they've, they've got a small, tiny office with customer service people. And it's just a few people answering emails, you know? So they're just not set up for that large volume in a, in a real business, so to speak. So everybody's got a niche that they're going after. Who's who's your target audience? Like, who's this ideally for? Is there like, and kind of walk me through that process. This is what my ideal customers like. And then, you know, like, what's that startup process take? What kind of capital is, is required? What kind of like, you know, what, what, what do I need to do to get started? Right. So there's really not a whole lot of requirements. Um, so any business, as long as you have a business, you have an LLC and uh, you're incorporated a sole proprietor, it doesn't matter. If you have a business and a tax ID number, you can get approved for processing. Now, there are cases where if they've been shut down for processing for too many chargebacks 
or um, you know, they've done fraud on credit cards or something like that where we can't get them approved. But most of the time we can get anybody approved to be able to take credit cards. There's generally no upfront capital required unless they need some kind of special equipment. They may have to pay for that upfront if they don't have any uh, proof of previous processing. For example, somebody has never processed credit cards. It's hard for a company to be able to say, hey, here's a $2,000 piece of equipment. Mm-hmm. Uh, hope that they process enough for us to be able to recoup that money. Right. Um, so, but most of the time we can give it away for free. We can provide them with a free point of sale system um, or whatever it is they need to be able to take cards. Now, um, as far as our ideal customer, it's really any business that takes credit cards. Uh, but, you know, it, it works great for restaurants, for example, because they have a small average ticket. Uh, a transmission shop that has an average ticket of 10,000 bucks, it's harder to charge that fee to the customer because you're talking a three or 400 bucks free fee, right? Yeah. You know, you have a 20 or $30 item, adding a few cents on is not going to bother the customer, right? Most people aren't even going to notice. But if you have a super high average ticket, you know, it's a little bit more noticeable uh, and, and could cause some, some issues or some questions from your customer. But, uh, you know, we go after anything, online businesses, uh, liquor stores, convenience stores. I mean, you name it. Yeah, and, and there's a couple of things here. I love how you, you're incentivizing the customer to pay in cash, essentially, which which is very, very beneficial for the for the business owner, right? Because, I mean, there's a lot to be said about transacting in cash. And a lot of people, especially some of these younger generations, don't carry as much cash. But to save yourself some of these transaction fees, even in some of these large ticket items, if it's there, it's like, hey, look, you can pay with a credit card. Here's the additional fee or we take cash, or- right? Exactly. Yeah. So like with a lot of those high ticket companies, what we also set them up with is ACH processing, right? So they can tell the customer, look, I, I totally understand if, if they're bothered to buy the fee, hey, no problem. I can take an ACH payment. That way it just comes right out of your bank account. And it's cheaper for the business to be able to process an ACH. Uh, and then the customer's you know, not having to pay that fee. Right. So there's mm-hmm. always a way, you know, like we, we get that thing, uh, you know, like for over the phone businesses, for example, right. Right now, uh, there's so many businesses where people work from home or, you know, they're selling something over the phone or on the internet. It's like, well, I can't offer a cash discount, but they can offer ACH, right. Yes. If they pay that, if they don't want to pay that fee, no problem. Go, go ahead and give me your checking account information and we can just process it as an ACH. All right, what about some of the risks that we have of processing credit cards? Sometimes we get chargebacks that end up happening. I'll give you an example. Um, back in the day, I owned a game truck, and we would do kid birthday parties, right? So we'd show up. Uh, it was a 32-foot trailer with TVs inside. Kids would play some fun video games. But I didn't deliver an, a physical product with the sale of my uh, of, of the interactions that I was having, and I was using PayPal. Uh, and I had sold a bunch of parties in advance. And then they withheld some of that money for like six months until for whatever research they did until they released the funds later down the road. Um, when we use different services, sometimes there's implications on that when we have recourse. What's yeah. that kind of recourse that happens? What's it like if we have a dispute or something like that in, in our system? Yeah, so um, I'll, I'll kind of give you a little bit more information on the front end so you can understand why this happens. So large companies like PayPal, Square, um, Stripe, Toast, they have what's called a cookie cutter uh, contract, 
right? So you can literally just go on Square's app and sign up for credit card processing. But the problem with that is the person that's signing up does not understand the credit card processing industry. So a lot of like chargebacks or issues or when money gets held is because of how the account was set up to begin with. Mm. For example, let's say you're a construction company and you sign up for Square and you put in your average ticket is 5,000 bucks and your high ticket is 10,000 bucks, right? You go to process a $20,000 transaction because you just built a pool or even a $100,000 transaction, right? That money is going to get held for a significant period of time because when you signed up, you put that your highest ticket would only be 10,000 bucks, right? Mm -hmm. So it's it's all about how the, the account is set up on the front end, right? So we take a lot of time um, and really learn about our customers' business and have those conversations with them to make sure they fully understand. Uh, but also, so we have enough information to make sure their account is set up right on the front end so they don't have those problems in the future by having their money held. Now, as far as chargebacks go, we actually have our own in-house customer service department that will help them combat chargebacks. So like your scenario, right, you're not delivering a physical product, but you are delivering a service, right? There's proof of that. Right. Where, whether you if you have somebody going to that party, they're probably taking pictures. If they're not, have them take pictures. Right. Mm -hmm. um, as long as there's some kind of proof that that transaction was fulfilled, we can get those chargebacks overturned. No problem. And our customer service department, unlike any other company out there, actually helps the business owner combat those chargebacks. Yeah, that's huge, man, because I know there's times where even even getting an understanding of how the process works as as a team member, right? That that implements different changes in the processing payment uh, strategy that you have implemented in your business. Something as simple as taking a picture or having that invoice receipt or whatever it is that you're going to be doing, it makes the process better and it's done by your your backend support because they're telling you, hey, you need to implement this and this and this so we can so we got your back better so we can help you keep more money. That's a whole different way of, of managing customer service. How did you decide to go that route? Yeah. So the company that we partnered with, um, I actually met through a guy I used to work with uh, when I was selling credit card processing before I started my, started my business. And they are actually the largest uh, book holder in the world. You know, they have accounts like the Dallas Cowboys, um, Dairy Queen, Wienerschnitzel, these huge companies. Um, and so they have the ability to be able to put that money into things that help their customers. Right. Mm -hmm. So they have the largest retention of any company out there because most of their investment goes into the customer service and servicing account. Right. Most of these other companies out there like Square and Toast, they have high fees because on average, they're only able to keep a customer for 12 to 18 months where we keep our customers for life. Right. That's why we don't charge any termination fees. Right. All these companies out there, they charge termination fees and they have all these high fees because they need to make as much money as they can from that business because they know they're not going to still be around in another year or a year and a half. Right. Uh, with us, we know we've got that customer for life, so we don't have to charge those extra fees. We don't have to charge them a ton of money um, and we can put that money into our customer service to service them for the whole life of their business. Well. As life goes on, I mean, I love the fact that you have lifetime retention. That makes a huge difference for a company to keep a customer for life. I mean, you always talk about lifetime value, but you actually get a lifetime client. That's huge, by the way, uh, first and foremost. Uh, right. What about 
shifting economies. As we shift, you hear things about BRICS, new currency exchanges coming in. You hear about cryptos and the way blockchain technology is being implemented. How is that affecting the, the processing payments, especially when we're dealing in multiple different currencies? So we grow with the economy, right? As things change, we adjust, right? Just like any good business, right? You have to be able to adjust. Technology changes. We change with it, right? So we're constantly coming up with new ways to provide better technology, uh, better ways to process credit cards. Uh, but on top of that, you know, like, like you brought up crypto, for example, we also can do crypto processing, right? So for example, like uh, dispensaries, they can't process credit cards, but they can process crypto. Mm -hmm. right? uh, we have a solution for dispensaries to be able to take credit cards by them swiping the card which converts, they're, they're essentially buying crypto, and then that crypto is getting converted into US dollars into the business bank account, right? So we're constantly um, keeping up with the trends and the economy and the technology. Um, and, and on top of that, you know, we lock in the rates. So as the rates go up, we actually make less money, uh, but the business doesn't end up paying more, right? Mm. So, you know, we're, we're taking a little bit of a risk, but we set it to where, you know, we're not going to lose money. Uh, but sometimes, you know, we may only break even on an account. That's uh, I mean, that's a bold business model. That's how you know that what you're doing is going to last. It's going to be there for a long time. That's a that's that's bold. But you know what you got. You know, the service that you're putting into it. Where do you where do you see yourself like as a company like moving forward? Well, my question really is is about like so you're you're going on podcasts, right? You're jumping on different podcasts. You're fine. You're start, starting to build your audience. You're building the brand and recognition. Like there's a reason why you're you're going and doing these things. What's that passion behind it? Where do you see yourself today, and where do you want to be tomorrow? Yeah. So uh, you know, so right now we're uh, we're really just getting started, right? We, I mean, we've only been in business for about five years. The fact is. Over the next five years, I think every business is going to be charging the fees to the customer already, mm -hmm. right? We've really, we really don't have a long time to build a huge book of business. So right now, what I'm trying to do is educate people, right? There's a lot of business owners out there that don't realize they can charge the fees to the customer through an approved company and eliminate those fees, right? Um there's also a lot of companies out there that are getting hit over the head with crazy fees from other companies. They've got to pay termination fees. They're constantly changing their credit card processor, uh, credit card processor to save a few bucks and then end up in the same situation because their rates keep going up with every single company that they switch to. Right. Uh, so what we're trying to do now is really just get out there more, right? Over the next five years, we plan on, on, on growing the largest book of business in the industry um and we're well on our way to be able to do that you know the more people that we sign up the more people we help the more people we help the more people they refer i mean it's just uh it, it's been amazing and there's really no stopping it until every business is already charging the fees to the customer yeah and i and that's definitely something that piques my interest for sure i mean just thinking about the number of transactions that we run as an insurance agency and the volume that we put in i mean to to it, and we already kind of trying to find a way to pass it on to the consumer but to have it in the processing like you're gonna choose credit card or you want to do an e-check or do you want to pay cash like it's really that simple giving the customer the choice but giving the power to the business owner to be able to do that makes a big big difference so Absolutely. 
big dreams going forward, right? What's stopping you? Like what's holding you back? If you could wave, wave a magic wand today and like fix a problem that's going on in your business right now, because not only do we have a network of people who are who are obviously business owners and who can definitely benefit from processing credit card transactions, but there's a lot of professionals out there that have a particular skill that might be useful to you. So like if you could wave, wave that magic wand, what what part of your business would you fix and how, how would you how would you fix it? Yeah, I mean, to, to be honest, we're in our scale. Uh, we're starting to scale. And um, so, you know, our, our biggest issue is is money, right? Just like any other business out there, right? We also specialize in lending. But the problem is lending companies and credit card processing companies aren't attractive to banks and standard uh, financial institutions, right? Mm. So, you know, we're we're essentially growing as we grow our income we're able to increase our sales force and increase our marketing right so we kind of have to do it alongside of everything else you know if i if i had it my way i'd go out right now hire a hundred people and you know we, we'd be doing a few hundred deals a, a a week right or sorry a day right but it's just, uh, you know, we just, we just got to grow with the revenue because otherwise, you know, we, we overextend ourselves and, you know, marketing is not cheap, right? No, for sure. It's not for sure. It's not. Well, let me ask you this, like, like all what like that. So, you know, it's, it's all, all lead based, right? So it costs yeah. us a lot of money every single month. So, uh, but we're getting there. We're getting there. What's it like uh, as far as like a, a sales commission? I mean, you mentioned that at the beginning, you you kind of, you know, they walked in to sell you, you started having that conversation. You were like, yes, this is definitely an opportunity I want to venture in. So like, if you're looking for those type of people, what's kind of that opportunity that that is that is there that they might want to take advantage of? Yeah, so to be honest, I mean, the, the opportunity is huge. Um, you know, on average, a sales rep will make about a hundred bucks per month per deal. Right. So if you sell 20 deals in a month, right, you're looking at two grand, two grand every single month. You do that for 12 months. Now you're at 24,000 every single month coming into your account residually. Mm. For four years, you're at almost $100,000 a month. And then when we sell the book of business, they get 80 times that. Nice. That's a nice so multiple. Yeah, so that's eight million dollars over a four-year period, plus all the residuals that they've made. I don't know any other type of business out there where you can make two million bucks a year, uh, you know, selling the product, working from home, talking to businesses over the phone. No, I, just, I love that. I love that. I mean, literally, it's what I do every day. I'm talking to business owners every day, and I'm sure they're processing payments. I mean, that's the whole point why they're in business. So it's a great way to get into this business. All right, so if people do want to reach out and work with you, what's that process like? What does it look like? How can they get a hold of you? Um, yeah, info at versabusinesssystems.com is the easiest way to get a hold of me. Um, I'm literally in front of my email all day, every day, right now, actually. <laughs> What's been, what's been your journey like, dude? Like, uh, so, so I always feel like an entrepreneur has this, this like road that they're on, right? Where first they're in the grind and they're working really hard to build their business. And it's all about, you know, building that system and stuff. And then they get to the point where they need to scale. So they start to, to expand on their brand, whether it's, they're going to be the attractive character in their brand, or it's going to be completely different. Like, uh, you know, an individual piece, you start stepping into that space, the whole different world. What's it like, dude? What, what phase in this business entrepreneurial space are you in? What's that journey been like? Where, where, how are you, how are you coping with it, dealing with it or enjoying it? 
Yeah, so it's been a wild ride. Um, I mean, even before I started this business, that's a whole other story. But as far as this business goes, I started the company um, during a really tough part of uh, of my life. I was, you know, I was super depressed. I had just gone through a bad breakup, lost a child. I mean, it was Ooh. literally just I've never felt so down. And I came across a video of Grant Cardone's, um, and it was talking about how how we react to things that happen in our life is completely up to us, right? We can let it beat us down or we can use that as fuel to lift us up. And at the end of it, he said, don't be a little bitch. Yeah. And I, I, I felt like he was talking to me. I literally took that to heart. And literally the next day I started building this business. Um, in the beginning, the idea was to sell credit card processing over the phone. At the time, nobody was really doing it. But me being me, I'm like, I can do it. We're good. Mm-hmm. Well, the first month we were in business, we didn't we didn't sell a single deal. The main reason was because we didn't really have any online presence. We didn't have any reviews. We weren't on the Better Business Bureau yet because you got to be in business at least six months to get on there. Um, so, you know, it was hard to get people's trust, right? And they got to give you their voided check and their banking information and stuff like that. Um, so we decided to lead with lending. So we got really good with lending. We had the highest closing ratio in the industry, the highest repeat business ratio in the industry, um, the best reputation in the lending industry. Um, and you know, we were able to help a lot of people. Well, we decided we were going to build our reputation and then get back to selling credit card processing over the phone. So End of 2019, I go to England. That's where I was born and raised. I go to England for Christmas and I get back. And that next day, I was planning on announcing to my team that we're going to roll out credit card processing. Earlier on in the day, a, um, a, uh, a client of ours calls in and is talking to the sales rep. And he's like, hey, uh, COVID. Uh, masks, I need 20 million. I know you guys have a lot of different uh, uh, customers in different industries. Do you guys have anybody that can help me get these masks? Hmm. And the sales rep at the time had no idea what they were talking about. I so, so I get on the phone with the merchant. I'm thinking masks. I'm thinking Halloween masks. I had never heard of COVID. I didn't know what coronavirus was. Um, he's talking N95 and KN95. I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> anyway, I finally get the gist of what the guy's looking for. He got screwed out of tens of thousands of dollars, was trying to find out if we had any clients in the, in the medical space that could help him uh, get these masks, right? He was preparing for, you know, the, the pandemic and we ended up getting the deal done within a couple of weeks. And after learning more about COVID and, and all that, I knew that we had something here. We though everybody in the world was looking for masks, for gloves, for hand sanitizer, you name it. And we had the connections to be able to get that stuff. Mm. So credit card processing got put on hold. I ended up working like a crazy person, literally sleeping every other day to learn the medical supply industry to figure <laughs> out. I mean, I didn't know anything about import export. I mean, and when I say nothing, I mean nothing. So I had to learn all this stuff and quickly because I knew COVID was coming, right? Mm-hmm. It was starting to come into the news. It was big already over in Asia. And um, so we ended up getting into the medical supply business. Thank God we did because four months later, lending shut down, right? When business started closing, lenders started closing their doors. 
A lot of lenders went out of business. A lot of lending brokers went out of business. Uh, so I was able to move all my sales reps over into selling medical supplies to businesses, states, cities, hospitals, uh, you name it. We're also able to donate millions of supplies uh, all over the world and help a lot of people during that time. So it was incredible and it, and it saved the company because if we hadn't done that, when lending shut down, four months of that, no revenue, we'd have been done. All my sales reps would have left. We would have had to close down and I don't know if we would have got back up. Yeah, you know, so it was a uh, it was a blessing. It really was. If that phone call hadn't come up, I don't know if we would have got there. That's the weird thing about business, man. You take turns a lot. You just don't know where it's supposed to go. You got this idea, this vision of what you want, but whatever plan you, know, you have, it never works out the way you wanted to. But it works out the way it's supposed to, and that's kind of that's kind of how it works. All right, ladies and gents, man, you had a great yeah. show today. Shaheen's over here. Just basically, I want to give you the gist of it. You, as the merchant, do not have to pay for all your credit card processing fees. You can pass that on to your customer. If that by in and of itself doesn't make sense to you, this episode is not for you. But if it does, if you're ready to increase your bottom line, then I want you guys to make sure you go to go.versabusinesssystems.com, go.versabusinesssystems.com, or shoot him an email, info at versabusinesssystems.com and just find out, ask the questions because at the end of the day, it's your money. You can keep paying all the processing fees you want or you can shift this over to the customer and start watching your bottom line go up. Shaheen, thank you very much for being on the program. Ladies and gentlemen, make sure you guys check out his stuff one more time. Go versabusinesssystems.com. We'll catch you guys on the next one. Peace. And we're out. It's over. Go home. Is your business in need of marketing? Try starting a podcast. But not just any podcast, podcasts like a pro. We can show you how to take your business from being invisible to becoming a brand people trust. Go to www.businessbros.biz to get started today.